Hello, can you hear me? Hello, five by five, Lone Star Living. I love the Bear Nation. Thank you so much. Good morning. I'm Bear from the internet. We're going to do the brief today, 6 November 23. We are going to talk about uh, national polling numbers and Biden versus Trump and perhaps some of the implications that that's going to have for us. And I don't know the next uh, zero to uh, 12 months. We're going to talk about uh, Zelensky and Putin. You know, poor little Zelensky's a little pissed off right now that there's a war kicking off in the Middle East. And he's like, hey, but what about me? And uh, in a nutshell, we're like, eh, we're done with you. You served your purposes. We're going to talk about Iran and some of the nice things they have to say about the United States of America. Uh, we're going to talk about some new U.S. nuclear bombs and what they, what the big they are saying they, the bombs, could do to random places on the map like Moscow. We're going to talk about China and Australia. They're friends again? Question mark. We'll see. We'll do all that here momentarily. Of course, you guys know the drill. If you're new here, subscribe, ring the little bell icon, thumbs up, all that YouTube trash that you're supposed to do. If you're not new here, if you've been here for a while, if you're a member of the Bear Nation, you know what to do. Thumbs up for the YouTube algorithmic robots. They are hungry. They need something to nom on, and they eat your thumbs up. Yeah, I know. It's weird. I didn't program the AI. Um, and share the show with somebody you love. And, of course, 40% of the people who watch this show uh, watch it but aren't subscribed. And so remember them in your prayers today because apparently they have some, some type of TBI and uh, are unable to find the subscribe button and to click it. It's sad. And it's very, very sad. And the show is brought to you by the creator of the universe, uh, Yahoo, your Elohim, the Lord, your God, the awesome people over on Patreon, link in the description, and a little company that I founded in my barn four years ago, refugemedical.com. So if you're currently breathing air and pumping blood with your heart, you should probably have a good first aid kit, especially because it's weird out there. All right, shut up, Bear, read the brief. Uh, you know, it's my show. I'll do what I want. You know, actually, before I read the brief, I think I will. Good morning, Liberty. Have a sip of coffee, babe. A bunch of y'all were like, oh, my gosh, where do I get that bear mug? Uh, y'all, it's a Stanley mug with a bear sticker on it. There ain't nothing special to boot it. <laughs> Life on a micro one. Cool mug. See? Yeah, exactly. It's a Stanley mug. See, it's just a Stanley mug. Stanley. And uh, it's got a bear sticker on it. So, DIY project. Make your own bear mug. Step one, get a bear sticker. Step two, get a mug. Step three, apply a sticker to mug. Step four, be awesome. Bear Independent Brief, 6 November 23. As campaigning continues, concerns are developing that 2024 will be an unfortunate political repeat of 2020. Hopefully with all the mostly peaceful protests and, you know, the scumbags in the streets. By the way, by the way, oh, look, we already found a rabbit hole. We just, we started marching along on the brief and boom, we got our ankle caught in a hole. Uh, 40,000 Palestinian supporters, downtown D.C., defacing statues, um, in general, acting like scumbags. 
couple of things. One, one, uh, were all the alphabet soup boys doing alphabet soup things? Did they geofence the living shit out of that area? Do we have everybody's SSIDs? Are we plotting them in Maltigo right now on our network data analysis? What, what are we doing with that? Number two, where's all the, you know, all those guys on Facebook and Instagram, I'm the thin line between chaos and uh, those guys. Where were those guys? Just, just curious, you know. Well, when the shit hits the fan, it's just me and my DMR rifle. Okay. What was that? That was that was the poo gently touching the fan blades that were rotating at low speed. Okay. What I'm just saying. Where are all of those folks? They've gone eerily quiet as of late. And that means one of two things. They're fixing to do something unlikely or they're full of shit more likely. Back to the brief. Uh, Biden and Trump are going head-to-head for the reluctant votes of the exhausted citizenry. That's me right here. I identify as exhausted citizenry. President Biden's team is betting that America wants, quote, calm continuity. Calm continuity? I don't know. Drawdown from Afghanistan, war in Ukraine, now war in Israel, soon to be war with China in around Taiwan and the South China Sea. Mm -hmm. I don't know, falling upstairs. It takes a special amount of skill to fall up the stairs. Uh, President Biden's team is betting that America wants calm continuity, and some analysts say that Trump may be using the election bid as a way to stay out of prison. Interesting move. Legal experts, by the way, Trump has enough money to stay out of prison if he wanted to. That dude could relocate instantly, instantly, if he wanted to. Legal experts do not think the criminal trial will be finished before the next year, even though special counsel Jack Smith has stated that, quote, they will seek a speedy trial, end quote. If Trump won, he could appoint officials favorable for his cause or even attempt to pardon himself if convicted. That'd be fun. Even if he wasn't elected, some other GOP candidates could do the same for his favor. To give an idea of where he stands in relation to other potential presidential nominees, Trump has 64% of support for the pre, uh, the Republican nomination. And Florida's Ron DeSantis has 15%. Former Arkansas Governor Asa Hutchinson recently said, quote, we cannot win as a country without integrity in the White House. And while some <coughs> will ignore that destructive behavior of the former president, I assure you, we ignore it at our own peril. End quote. Well, I hate to spoil everybody's Monday morning, but the current generation doesn't look favorably on politicians that come out of Arkansas. Just saying. Just saying. Like, I don't know if you know this, but like... Arkansas politicians, um, not doing so great. What's it? 563 mysterious deaths and disappearances of people associated with the Clintons? Just saying. Google Mina, Arkansas. Just, just do that. Just. Hey, those Contras down there, they need some weapons. Okay. Hey, CIA, figure that out. Okay. Hey, while you're down there, pick up some Coke and fly it back. Okay. Anyway.
If Trump did win, it appears that he would aim to expand federal power, especially that of the presidency. Among the desires he has verbally expressed is that he would seek to establish presidential authority to hire and fire federal workers at will. Now, we're going to have to let, let's tip through, tiptoe through the tulips on this one. Uh, I personally think that as the chief executive officer of the country of the United States of America, the president should be able to hire and fire federal workers at will. Oh, but what about their contract? What about their union? I don't know. Make the federal government an at-will state. Because otherwise, you end up with this entrenched bureaucracy of unelected you know, mouth breathers, the bean counters, that are actually deciding what policies to enforce and not to enforce. Pass whatever law you want or don't pass a law at all. The unelected bureaucracy will have their will be done, not the will of the people. And... Let's be frank, to think that politicians in D.C. are primarily concerned with the will of the people is that's like puppy dogs and unicorns bullshit. Like that's it's not happening. It's not the case. These people get paid one hundred sixty thousand dollars a year and have tens, if not hundreds of millions of dollars in net worth. They're concerned about insider trading and lobbyists and sweetheart deals. That's what they're concerned about. Part of which that's part of why we should narrow the scope of the federal government because you can't be reasonably expected to have an informed opinion on everything when the federal government's in charge of everything. And so we got a bunch of morons that won the popularity contest on Instagram and therefore got elected who pontificate as if they know what they're talking about when they got a 14 minute brief in the back of a car driving from point A to point B by one of their staffers who read some stuff on X, formerly known as Twitter. So now they're going to go and vote and point the country in the direction of whatever the popular opinion is of the day. And they don't, they don't care. They, they don't, they don't care. Back to Mr. Trump. Okay, so hire and fire federal workers at will, establish more federal power and control for education. Mm, mm, maybe, uh, maybe as far as your right to teach your children whatever you want. I'm a big fan of taking some of that taxpayer money that comes out of your paycheck, whether you want it to or not, and rather than having it automatically appropriated to uh, federally supported public schools, you should have school choice including your own living room and use that taxpayer money to fund the teaching of your children. Cause that's what it was set aside for. Right. Was it the, uh, was it the Prussians? I think it was the Prussians that started the modern, modern school system that hasn't changed in more than a hundred years with the expressed interest of creating good factory workers, drones, if you will. Uh, not how to think, but what to think. And don't get me wrong, we all need our three R's, reading, writing, arithmetic, right? History is important to know, but so are things like faith and finance and moving your damn body. And there are good public schools out there, but by and large, the public school system is meh, meh. And so if we're gonna if we're gonna change how uh, federal authority is meted out regarding schooling. Cool. Give me my taxpayer money back and I will teach my children as I see fit. I could hire a teacher 
to teach my kids what I want them to teach if I wanted to. If I just took that money, um, if I just that money that I have to give to the school system and turn around and kept it here inside of my house to raise my, my kids, whole different ballgame. But see, the big they don't want that because it's way harder to indoctrinate your children in your living room than it is inside of the four walls of the school. And I know a lot of y'all are teachers. I know some of y'all that are teachers. This is not me bashing you. It's me bashing the system that by and large doesn't work a, on a national scale. Good morning, Vision Preparedness. Good morning to everybody else in the chat. What else did we have here? Oh, and Mr. Trump uh, said that he would empower the U.S. military to pursue drug cartels and street crime. On the surface, yeah. Yeah, I'm all for that. I'm all for that. Sinaloa cartel. Um, what's that? Uh, oh, it'll come to me. The other one that broke off of there. I'm thinking of the Al-Aqsa Mosque. It's not, it's not that. Anyway. Uh, Jalisco New Vision. Those guys. Um, those guys, sure. Sure. Load up the Bradleys, send a team in, go deal with it. But here's my concern with that. Uh, so cartels and street crime. What if, hear me out, what if, what if somebody with political authority determines that you, you are a criminal because you put a piece of plastic on your buffer tube that was a different kind of piece of plastic than the kind of piece of plastic that they approved With, without making law. It was an edict or it was a credo. What if they decide, hypothetically speaking, that there's this uh, trigger for your jelly bean dispenser that requires a separate motion of the trigger every time it actuates, drops the hammer, firing pin bang but it allows one to pull said trigger pretty fast oh you're a criminal and you're on the street street crime what if hear this out uh what if the usda decides because you drink raw whole milk that hasn't been pasteurized and therefore you're a domestic terrorist or you you chose to not uh administer antibiotics to your flock of pastured poultry birds and now you're a criminal and we now have military authority to come against these criminals that are ruining our streets because the criminals that are ruining our streets you can take that definition and broaden it quite significantly based upon whoever it is who is in power lucius hey bear newbie here a friend from church turned me on to your broadcast super thrilled i finally made it to a live show shalom shalom let's see miss trump has also said that he aims to pardon almost all the rioters from the January 6th incident. I got no problem with that. The precedent that these moves would set for the growing power imbalance between the federal government and the states could be considered a bright red flag for the integrity of this country's freedom. That's the thing. That stands about two-thirds of America are concerned with the direction of the country, the direction that is taken under Biden's approval ratings are still in the low 40s. They dipped as low as, I think, 34% last week. Uh, not too popular 
I, I don't even know if he knows what time zone he's in right now. I'm not saying that facetiously. I mean that he's in right now. Trump is <clears throat> leading in five of the dissatisfaction about the economy, foreign policy, and immigration remains at the forefront. Minority voters are moving away from Biden too, letting him lead only in the whitest battleground state. According to a swing state poll from Siena College and the New York Times, Trump would Trump Biden if the election were held today. In any case, another Trump versus Biden showdown in 2024 could be the last thing the country needs in its shuddering recovery from the mental and fist strain pandemic. I also think if we get a Trump versus Biden dog and pony show, it's great cover for all the other shit that they are doing behind the scenes. Don't look behind the curtain. Watch CNN, MSNBC, Fox News, where we Trump, 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 Biden, Biden, Harris, Trump, 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 Jr., Biden, Biden, Harris, Trump, 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 and guns and tanks and bombs and planes happening over here. Your sons and daughters conscripted to go fight Vladimir Zelensky's war or Bibi Netanyahu's war or insert thing here now that's the written brief there's uh several articles i want to look at this morning and so v shall do that speaking of vladimir zelensky from rtrussiatoday.com zelensky admits ukraine's backers are talking to russia the ukrainian president has admitted that dialogue probably continues at the level of intelligence services or top advisors in an interview with NBC News on Sunday, Zelensky was asked to address reports that Western officials have approached Kiev to discuss potential peace talks with Russia. The channel also sought to clarify whether he, Zelensky, was personally involved in the process. Zelensky said that while he had heard, quote, a lot of different voices and emotions and without any contradictions and propositions, end quote, he did not have any contact with Russia, adding that all top U.S. officials and policy policymakers will, were well aware of his refusal to negotiate with Moscow. Mm. Buddy, you might not have any other options left in the near future. The Ukrainian president also stressed that he had not experienced any overt pressure from the West to sit down with his opponent, Putin. However, he, Zelensky, conceded that, quote, I'm sure that there are some countries where on the level of intelligence or advisors of leaders, maybe they speak with Russia. Maybe they think how to manage everything, end quote. According to Zelensky, however, talks are impossible until Russian troops leave the territory that Ukraine claims as its own. That statement was in line with the Ukrainian leader's long-touted peace formula, which also demands the establishment of a tribunal to prosecute Russians for alleged war crimes. Moscow has repeatedly dismissed the proposals as de detached from reality. Uh, blah, 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 blah. So uh, the discussions are reportedly being driven by fears that hostilities have, quote, reached a stalemate, end quote, and that Ukraine is, quote, running out of forces, end quote. It comes amid Kiev's ongoing counteroffensive, which has been underway since June 2023, Right. We're in 2023, right? June 2023. But it's failed to gain any substantial ground. Here I am bitching about Biden not knowing what time zone he's in, and I can't remember what freaking year we're in. 
It's okay. More coffee is indicated. <laughs> it comes amid Kiev's ongoing counteroffensive, which has been underway since June 2023, but has failed to gain any substantial ground. According to Russian Defense Minister Sergei Shoigo, Ukraine has lost more than 90,000 troops since the start of the push. Bear Frizzella, 2024. Hey, Steel City, I'm in. Now somebody go tell Andy that. Okay, Bear. All right, cool. Now let's. Uh, we're going to talk about Iran uh, before we talk real quick. Before we talk about Iran, I'll give you guys the full deets um, at the end of the show when I invite you to participate in the value exchange. But I will tell you that both the Bear Fact and the Bear Men in select colors are back in stock at RefugeMedical.com, and I will tell you that this is nothing more than the blessing of the Creator and a feat of strength for our refuge staff to make sure that there's anything in the store today, because here's a little intel for y'all. Uh, lots of people have been calling us, which I find really interesting because uh, we're, we're not that big of a player, right? Refuge is like, praise y'all, we're a good-sized company, but we're not, I'm not North American Rescue. I'm not TACMED. And yet, uh, in the last week, uh, let's see, Israel has called. Israel, I don't know if you've heard of them, but like the country of Israel. Hey, can we get stuff? Mm, maybe. What kind of stuff are you looking for? Oh, no, we don't. We we don't have that much stuff. Sorry. Um, and then somebody on behalf of Israel, somebody that I know personally, who's over there with uh, Team 5, working with Israel, called and was like, hey, we need to get stuff all the stuff. Can you do the stuff? I'm like, uh, I, don't, I don't think we can do that. Um, and then dude from London called last week and he had the distinct pleasure of talking to Heath and Bob on the phone and basically said, I want to buy shipping containers full of medical equipment. All right. Who are you? Uh, I'm guy from London. Okay. Who's this for? Is it for the United States? No. Is it for... Great Britain? No. Is it for Australia? No. Poland? Germany? Italy? No. Is it for Ukraine? No. Is it for Israel? No. Who's it for? Oh, well, I can't tell you that. Oh, well, sorry, bro. We're not going to send shipping containers full life-saving medical equipment to the enemy. So there's a little data point for you. Um, the... <laughs> The big they, if you will, and the medium they, if you will, are buying this stuff up left and right. And we, Refuge, are doing everything we can to keep it in stock for you. I want you to have it. I really don't care to sell first aid to Hamas or Hezbollah or Iran or Russia or China or any of the 30 or so military coups in the Sahel region of Northwestern Africa in the last six months. I'm not interested in any of that. Um, we want to have stuff in stock for y'all. That That's the point of refuge, to, serve, to save lives while in service to the Father's kingdom, while in service to the Father's kingdom and experiencing the abundance of his provision and blessing. Not the Ministry of Defense from Great Britain's provision and blessing or anybody else. And so the Bearmen and the Bear FAC are in stock uh, in 
certain colors currently, which is amazing. I'll also tell you, our friends inside of the uh, night vision industry, tubes and components are drying up like, whoa. And they are being contacted by the same shady folks who want to buy 10,000 units. Cool. Where are they going? Uh, I can't tell you that. Well, there's this little thing. It used to be called ITAR. I think it's called EAS now. That essentially says these are things that you cannot ship to foreign countries so that our enemies don't get a hold of them. One of which is night vision. Um, so you can't just call up with a shell corp and order 10,000 sets of dual tube LLUL 21s. So, you know, white phosphorus so that you can ship them over to Hezbollah. But people are trying to do that. So something to be aware of. Um, okay. Okay, bear. Now, let's see. Iran versus the United States. From RT, headline, U.S. will be, quote, hit hard, end quote, if no ceasefire in Gaza, according to Iran's defense chief. Admitting my fleshly biases, uh, try me, bro. Like, eight? Eight? Iran has a lot to lose with a war with the United States, but they also can't lose face. Um, and a really interesting thing has been happening in the radical extremist Islamic subculture of the world where you have a lot of these um, caliphs and these men of faith, including like the head of propaganda for Hamas and the head of propaganda for Hezbollah, getting on camera and chastising these other Muslims around the world for not supporting Muslim uh, citizens, Muslim countries, militaries from around the world for not more actively supporting the war with Israel. Yes, the Houthis are launching rockets and Hezbollah is attacking out of Lebanon uh, south into uh, Israel. And of course, you've got Hamas, the Palestinian terrorist group, uh, you know, waging war in Gaza. And there's been some limited activity from some other goat screwy scumbags out there but the call for global jihad seems to be falling on mostly deaf ears which is interesting um i'm not thou shalt not tempt the lord thy god i'm not i'm just simply observing and going huh huh that was a lot of saber rattling not a whole lot of saber swinging so we'll see that it does not mean that the likelihood of the conflict in Israel growing has ceased to exist. But the in the immediate after action, I mean, we're going, guys, it's the 6th of November. Hamas attacked the 7th of October. So we're like a month into this thing. And you haven't seen the radical Islamic terrorist groups of the world flocking to Israel to wage war on the little Satan. Now, one could argue, yeah, because there's two U.S. carrier strike groups in the med right now. And perhaps, perhaps that's the reason. But it's getting to the point where these um, Muslim, radical Muslim religious leaders are going on camera 
chastising people, saying, why you no support no hard. So that's interesting. Now, back to Iran. Iran doesn't have much to gain with large-scale warfare from the United States. They are, they have the Iranian army. They have the, uh, the Quds forces and the IRGC. And, but see, the Iranian army, the Iranian military has like a hodgepodge of military equipment. They are still part of their air force is the F-4 Phantom. The F-4 Phantom that we, the United States, was using for close air support in the Vietnam War 50 years ago. And they've got F-5s and they've got F-14s. Perun is the YouTube channel. P-R-U-N just did a really good, about an hour-long brief on the state of the Iranian military. And it's very eye-opening. So give credit where credit is due. Um, they've got stuff, but none of the stuff that they have is current generation. And to replace like a single fighter jet, how? Iran has been under sanctions for decades. Nobody is just going to say they can't just sell them a fighter jet. So Iran doesn't really want a large scale war with the United States of America. But terrorist actions, small proxy wars, they're all for that. Uh, Gray zone activity, limited warfare. So all that being said, Tehran has accused Washington of fueling the conflict in the Middle East. That's funny because Iran absolutely trained and equipped and continues to train and equip Hamas and Hezbollah. Uh, So per Tehran, the U.S. will face grave consequences if the hostilities in Gaza are not brought to an end. Iran's defense minister warned on Sunday, that was yesterday, quote, our advice to the Americans is to immediately stop the war in Gaza and implement a ceasefire. Otherwise, they will be hit hard, end quote. Mohammad Reza Ashtiani said, as cited by the IRNA. I-R-N-A. Why? Why they say this, bro? Because uh, they are proud people who have to save face. The just with what the United States has in the region, it's estimated currently in three to five days, the Iranian military capability would be destroyed in three to five days. If we wanted to. I don't know that we want to. You see, because here's the thing. You can't just look at Ukraine as an isolated conflict from what's happening in the Middle East with what's happening in Southeast China or the Southeast China Sea, that area. Because the Iranians are funded in large part through the Russians, who are the ones perpetrating the special military operation in Ukraine. And we're seeing support for Zelensky dry up in Ukraine, monetary support as it probably should, being perfectly honest. I don't think we should have ever funded it in the first place. Or if we were going to get involved, good, get involved, go in there, kick a bunch of ass, come home again. So let's say something happens. Hezbollah perpetrates a large attack attack on Israel, and the United States responds. And as part of that response, they take out or they injure some type of 
Iranian unit or infrastructure. So Iran responds and they shoot down, say, a U.S. fighter jet or something like that. I just spitballing here. So now the U.S. escalates because we've all, we're already setting our sights on Iran. We're move, we are moving pieces on the chessboard to that area of the world because of Iran. So now Iran shoots down a fighter jet. Okay, boys, we're going to go in there and we're going to you know boot stomp Iran. And so we start doing that. But then their largest ally, Russia, sends in some what, uh, Sukhoi Su-35s or something like that. We get into some dogfights. And now we're shooting down Russian jets or Russian jets are shooting down American jets in around Iran. And so Russia's like, hey, you know what? Turn up the heat in Ukraine. And they start marching across Ukraine, maybe doing some of the things that they've talked about doing in the past, the tactical nukes, um, indiscriminate targeting, which is arguably already going on. And they just march clear across Ukraine, which is now uh, understaffed and underfunded because of the war in the Middle East. And they end up on the doorstep of Poland, which is absolutely a NATO member. And now we've got an Article 5 situation, like a real one, not a maybe, maybe if Ukraine gets admitted. No, we have got a real Article 5 situation. And you've got Russia on the doorstep of Poland, which now means we got to split U.S. forces even further, right? Are we going to fight that Middle Eastern war or that European war? And while that's going on, have you noticed how quiet China's been? Not a lot of talk about China lately. Which again tells me one of two things, and I'm I'm no genius, but you know, let's just look at what we're dealing with here. Either China's fixing to do something, or they can't actually do anything, which is why they haven't done anything yet. And so they just want to. China wants to perpetuate the mystique that they can and they will take Taiwan at a time of their choosing, but they can't actually do it. Maybe, or they can, and they're just, they're way more patient than we are. And because they have a state-run media and a cult of personality in Xi Jinping, they're not showing their hand at every turn. And so in the midst of a NATO war in Europe and a NATO asterisk war in the Middle East, China's like, hey, there's never been a better time. Here we go. <clears throat> and now you've legitimately got World War III. I mean, how many continents you got to touch before? We call it a world war. We've already got Europe in the Middle East. Uh, we're headed towards Asia as well. So even though Iran can't really project military force, I mean, their Navy is a joke. Uh, their Air Force is a joke. Um, they've got, I think it's 200 or 300,000 uh, in their army. Okay, that's not nothing, but their, their equipment is not uh, current. Okay. Even though Iran can't really project force, simply getting into a scuffle with Iran could could allow escalation in other places on the map with countries that can project force, like Russia and China. And we believe that China can project force. We haven't seen them do it anytime recently. Um, and we don't know if Russia has just had their foot on the brakes in Ukraine or if like this is what we're actually dealing with. This is Russia's military capability. What they're doing in Ukraine is what they're capable of doing don't know. But I bring all that up to say this thing could spiral out of control yeah, pretty quick. Yeah, about that quick. 
Anthony. Thank you so much, Anthony. I appreciate it. All right. So, dude from Iran said, our advice to Americans is to immediately stop the war in Gaza and implement a ceasefire. Otherwise, they will be hit hard. Iran has been calling for an end to the bloodshed in the Palestinian enclave, Gaza, and his... By the way, like, note to air quote journalists, you're not fancy. We all see you when you try and use big words like that. Just say Gaza. We know what you're talking about. Okay? All right. Iran has been calling for an end to the bloodshed in the Palestinian enclave, Gaza, and has repeatedly accused Washington, us, of fueling tensions in the Middle East since Israel began its, began its military operation in Gaza following an unprecedented surprise attack by Hamas that left around 1,400 Israelis, mostly civilians, dead. Earlier on Sunday, Iranian Foreign Ministry spokesperson Nasser Kananach said Israel was committing, quote, war crimes and genocide, end quote, with, quote, the full support of the U.S. government. Quote, Israel's criminal acts, fully supported by the United States, portray the arrogant spirit of Washington, which incited hatred among nations across the world, end quote, Kanani said, according to Press TV. Washington has refused to call for full ceasefire between Israel and Hamas, opting for a, quote, humanitarian pause, end quote, instead. The Pentagon has shipped additional weapons to the IDF and dispatched a naval armada to the Western Mediterranean Sea to show support for Israel. Yo, what's up, Silverback? Have a little grindstone blend on me. Appreciate you, bro. Thank you. Thanks to everybody for the super chats. I will have a little grindstone blend on you. Is the Ablon in the Espanol. Muchos apreciados. Oh, speaking of the Espanol, I hope you don't got any kids around. I found this... Uh, I'm not a sucker for morale patches, but every now and then you'll find a good one, right? Where did it go? Oh, there it is. There it is. Can you read that? Can you read that? Yeah. <laughs> I'm a fan. And um, many of y'all have asked about the chipper patch. It's coming. We've got more of them coming. Somebody said, that's not a chipper, that's a grain combine. Nope, that's a chipper. Ask me how I know. Uh, see that right there? Those are the safety bars. Those are forward and reverse bars right there on the top of a chipper. Okay, so these sold out that fast. Uh, we're getting more of them. I'll let you know when we get more of them. Okay, man. All right, cool talk, everybody. So Iran is telling the U.S. to back down or something bad could happen. And then people will go... But what about the Iranian sleeper cells? What about them? Where are they? I don't know. Got a lot of really good intel last Friday um, about, uh, in some cases, some of these Iranian sleeper cells. Now, I didn't, I was busy Thursday night, last night, and uh, Friday morning of last week. Um, I had to push a big rock off a ledge. So I didn't do a brief Friday morning because hashtag sleep, bro. That's absolutely not a combine. Thanks, Khan. So I have a question for y'all. I could, you know what? Do you want to do the national uh, intel from last week, from Friday? You guys want to do that? What do you guys think? Yes? No? I'm looking at the chat. What's up, Fluster Cluck? Rocks are heavy. Luckily, your boy Bay got a little, got a little uh, right here. 
Yes, yes, do it. What's up, Sarah? Yes, 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 do the intel. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. <laughs> I love y'all. Arthur Wabina, what's up, bro? Absolutely, yes. Arthur Wabina came to a refuge medical class with his brand new wife on his honeymoon, and they had a blast. That was like three years ago, maybe even four years ago. All right, national intel. National intel, they say. That's what they want. Give the people what they want. All right. Do it. Jason Bradley said, do it. All right, Jason, simmer down. Florida man, what's up? All right. Uh, North Houston Spring School sent an official email asking for JROTC teachers and students to immediately stop wearing school, stop wearing their ROTC uniforms to school, implying to remove students from any crosshairs that may be scanning the crowds. Your guess is as good as mine. These are all quotes, by the way. And uh, I was also going to talk about China and Australia. There's an article about they want to be friends again. Suffice it to say, real quick, that China and Australia are talking about being friends again. Um, so that's an interesting geopolitical development because for the last couple of years or so, they were not friends. Embargoes, sanctions, the whole nine. But now, all of a sudden, uh, they're fisting to be friends again. And that, again, gets back to China's perceived ability to project power. It might not be there, or it might not be there nearly as much. We Maybe we've given them too much credit. Back to the national intel. Hey, Bear. Yo, what's up? I'm a rural deputy in the same state as you. Oh, what's up, fellow Oki? Yesterday, I got a call to check a business alarm in the county. There is an Iranian business across the road from the business where the alarm was going off. And this is why I remember the national intel. See, sometimes uh, being slightly on the spectrum is good. As I arrived, I saw two Iranian military age males at the scene. I got out of my car and introduced myself in a polite demeanor. Both just glared at me in defiance. So I asked them if they spoke English, to which he in the red pants said yes. The business owner arrived at this time and asked them why they came over after they watched him close the business and leave. Red pants just glared and took an aggressive posture. I told the owner, obviously, I didn't want them there when the business was closed. Both just stood there glaring. I began to tell them with a firm demeanor, and Red Pants interrupted and said, I heard you. They slowly left, but this is a new attitude from them. They've always been nice, and there has never been any attitude from them in the past. Late into the interaction, it dawned on me that they were from Iran, and that is where the black flag of global jihad is flying. Maybe nothing, maybe something, but it stood out to me. By the way, I would recommend strongly that you have um, a robust EDC capable of dealing with the black flag of global jihad. I did a, a quick write-up, a little sit-rep uh, Saturday night after sundown for Patreon, where I said, you should have, when you walk out the door, you should have a how-to-get-home plan and what-if-things-go-south-while-I'm-out-here-in-the-world plan and then a lot of y'all live in absolutely the wrong place from a population density standpoint. So you should have a I'm at home plan. I'm at home and something stupid happens plan. Um, and yeah, I'm talking about jelly bean launchers and I'm talking about knowing how to use them. And I'm talking about a robust EDC and more importantly, a robust network of people because uh, two of you shall put 10,000 to flight if you have the light, if you're covered with the blood. I'm not talking about a holy war but i am talking about your god-given constitutionally protected right to protect yourself and the people that you love and uh 
as Mother Kate likes to say, don't start no stuff, won't be no stuff. Roger that. But if you start some stuff, I don't want any of your stuff to splash over onto me. Front sight press. Tracking? Tracking like a tank, man. All right. Next, you specifically requested a follow-up concerning my internal background investigation for a new position within the USDA that I applied for. It's been an insane ride for me these last four-plus months since I applied for a different position in my federal department. Essentially, everything you do is scrutinized by algorithms and AI when the big they have you under a microscope. To put it briefly, I held a certain clearance level at my position in the Marine Corps. I left the service to come home and get my undergraduate and master's degrees while eating crayons in agriculture. After several years of choking down Crayolas working in the industry, I was approached by an Israeli ag tech firm recruited to be an American representative. Without being too specific, Rosart tastes better, but they were looking for someone with military and agricultural background who had a master's in ag and lived adjacent to a certain metro in the Midwest. Not all of the firm's practices were worked out, and probably didn't fit what Americans would consider good business. I was let <laughs> let go during COVID <laughs> and landed a lower level job at the USDA. I was told you should take a federal job to get your foot in the door, then you can maneuver until you get a position that suits you. Well, it's kind of true. Since I've applied for seven to eight other jobs more suitable to my taste, I've been completely shut down without question. That is until I was recommended by another agency guy much higher on the food chain and couldn't be ignored. When I was contacted by our own internal investigations team, I was taken aback. I've never been anything but honest in all surveys and questions asked in interviews and otherwise. Some of the questions concerned how I felt about our policy in implementing the farm bill. Other questions were about my former Israeli employer and the terms of my function at the company up to and including my termination. Well, as we all know, Israel is kind of a shit show right now. That didn't stop my investigators from demanding information from my former company and boss. Not an easy ask, but they obliged. Concerning my clearance from my time in the service, they never hit on it, but did bring it up. In the end, my investigation was favorably adjudicated, and I have a new job. Rest assured, I won't be giving my honest opinion to the bureaucracy anymore. It's sad that people who want to serve our communities and our nation can't do it with an open heart and mind. My goals with the USDA were to combine working with agriculture, man's noblest endeavor, and recapture time towards federal retirement. Seems logical, right? Sadly, at this time, I couldn't recommend federal service in any capacity to anyone who has a modicum of a free spirit and sense of moral decency. On a private note, I've never really been touched by the spirit. I have now on several occasions felt something speak to me through you. It literally gives me goosebumps to think of it. I've been seeing the creator in more ways than I ever have. Not suggesting you should pray every brief, but just know that it has become my favorite part. It's amazing how things come together when you look for it. Praise Yah, past the Marpat. I work for an FFL and run the firearms department at the corporate level. New, new person. I work for an FFL and run the firearms department at the corporate level for the company that I work for. Just wanted to pass along some information that was shared to me today. One of my sales reps represents several companies, including a top-tier ammunition manufacturer and a magazine manufacturer. Redacted. Oh, by the way, um, I never told you this. Um, you didn't hear it from me. But there's a company that manufactures magazines that rhymes with schmagmol. Schmagmol. 
They make the D-Mags. They're made out of plastic. The Schmagmal D-Mags. You guys might have heard of those. Um, I'm trying to avoid backlash in this litigious society that we live in. But the Schmagmal D-Mags have been uh, basically the entire existing production inventory has been bought up by the IDF. Schmagmal D-Mags. So some of the... Uh, oh, it's right here. All right, here we go. One of my sales reps represents several companies, including top-tier ammunition manufacturer and magazine manufacturer. Redacted. He called me today to tell me personally to buy for myself more 5.56 and good quality magazines because there was a big shortage coming. When I inquired about what he was referring to and asked him if there was anything specific in addition to the news about Lake City, the Hornady plant, and General War, he was a bit reluctant. I could tell that he wasn't telling me everything, but that he was telling me he was telling me was true to his knowledge. He stated that Israel had just purchased all of Schmagmol's stock of DMAGs and that the magazine company that he represents would be increasing production to attempt to meet the demand in the retail market that they expected. I have not confirmed this, so it is rumored. He also explained that he told me to purchase 5.56 because it and 9mm would be, quote, non-existent soon. This individual has clearly had several meetings recently regarding this information. This is in addition to all the conversations that I've had with other vendors lately regarding the recent unavailability of certain products from manufacturers. Again, this is rumor, rumor intelligence. But the individual that I spoke with today has a long-standing relationship with these companies and is not the type to blow things out of proportion or to shoot or shout doom porn from the rooftops. In fact, this is the first time that he and I have ever spoken about coming shortages or that I have ever heard him speak in this tone. Please remind your viewers that many firearms retailers are currently sitting on heavy inventory. That means that there should be ample opportunity to purchase these items in the short term if they need to do so before a more significant decline in availability is felt due to a possible lack of product from manufacturers. So the Schmagmol D-Mags, poof, um, 5.56, 9mm, in the process of poof, per this one individual, this is not the only source that I have on this. So in the mouths of two or three, let a thing be established. Additionally, I mentioned it before, and I'm just going to touch on it again. Um, this company right here, this little company called Refuge, these things here, cat tourniquets, the Department of Defense is buying them up left and right. Pressure bandages, gauze, hemostatic agents, decompression needles, chest seals, nasal pharyngeal airways are like, cannot keep them in stock. It'd be like that, yo. It like that, yo. So I'm not, I'm not fear-mongering. I'm not doomer porn, porning you. I'm not even to try, try and do high-pressure sales you. I'm telling you facts. These are facts that we are experiencing inside of our business. And I get to give you intel from that industry because I see it every day. Because we... We not only work with the manufacturers of these components, North American Rescue, TACMED Solutions, Medline, McKesson, etc. We also support elements inside of the DOD. We also support many state and federal agencies with equipment and training. So we, we get it from all sides. I see the supply. I see the demand. And it's like, bro, somebody is expecting something to happen in the relatively near future. Otay? Otay. 
Next, I'm a law enforcement officer in Virginia. We recently received a situation report from Homeland Security. They warned all agencies to be alert for potential violence, particularly against Jews, Muslims, and Arab communities as a result of the current conflict. Additionally, the Virginia State Police Fusion Center is collecting all information relating to crimes at power plants and substations. Interesting. It's almost like there's a guy who talks at the rectangles on the internet who used to work in the power construction industry who's been saying for seven years the grid is fragile. I worked a larceny of copper from a power company staging area near a substation that was contacted to provide my police report. This is something that I have not experienced during the past 16 years. This suggests that crimes involving the power companies are on the rise and or they are anticipating potential attacks. To start, I've lived here for nine years. I live in the flight path of Luke Air Force Base. Jets are a daily occurrence over us. The occasional cargo plane doesn't raise an eyebrow. What you don't see often, only once before, and it was a single cargo plane, is three cargo planes being escorted by jets. The three cargo planes were in a straight line, equally spaced. They were headed northbound going up west of 303 Highway. This is about 30 miles northwest as the crow flies of Phoenix, Arizona. Their path will take them over the desert and mountains, not the cities as they usually do. Could be nothing, could be a piece of the puzzle. Steel City said FUBAR. Well, let's not forget Tarfu. Well, Snafu, baseline Snafu, and then Tarfu, and then FUBAR, and then the granddaddy Bohica. Next, I was driving from my home in the middle of nowhere, Florida, to Jacksonville to visit my parents. Along U.S. Highway 1, I came across a state trooper roadblock. I don't know what else to call it. They had at least four. It might have been more patrol units, and they had at least as many cars pulled over. The troopers had some of the passengers detained and were searching the car interior's trunks in one sprinter van. All of the passengers appeared to be Middle Eastern and or African descent. I thought sleeper cell and kept driving. Thankful for Rex's rifle tip number one. What's rifle tip number one? Are you guys not following Tabor Source Rex on Patreon? My aunt told me that she encountered something similar, but on Interstate 95 north of Daytona approximately one week ago. My parents saw the same thing on U.S. Highway in South Georgia about two weeks ago. My father-in-law encountered a similar situation approximately three or four days ago on Interstate 4 north of Orlando. None of the family but me could confirm the descent of the passengers, but I know what I saw. Shit's getting real. Remember rifle tip number one. If you don't have it with you, you don't have it. Same goes for medical. Be safe out there. That's the national intel from Friday, and now it's Monday. And with that, V shall conclude the brief. If you are one of those people that jumps off when it's time to discuss the value exchange, this is your polite invitation to beat feet. Skedaddle, get out of here. Have a blessed day. Shalom. I'm going to go pee real quick because it's my show and I get to do that. I'll see you in uh, approximately 60 seconds and we'll talk about some, some stuff. Okay, so in the meanwhile, refresh your coffee. Get a sip of your juice. Maybe have another bite of the granola, whatever you're into. Talk quietly amongst yourselves and I shall return shortly. Okay, bear. Cool.
I need more coffee. I'm gonna get some more of this too. Stand by. Okay, man. All right, good talk, everybody. I've returned. Do not fear. Ote. There's a tripwire underneath of my dining room table, and I'm really trying to not explode. So, okay. Value exchange. Here we are. Links in the description for all this stuff. And, um, yeah. Patreon. Got an ongoing series of content that was filmed at Polyface Farm. Polyface, them of uh, the Salatin persuasion, Joel Salatin, Daniel Salatin et al. And uh, showing their construction methodologies and timber framing, their process for butchering turkeys. This morning we looked at pastured poultry. Um, and then there'll be more on like their eggmobile egg layers. And then we've got three, I think it's three or four pieces of content shot with Daniel Salatin driving around the farm in his pickup truck. And he showing us his pastured poultry and the rotational grazing of their cattle, et cetera, et cetera. All of which sounds cool. And if you're like, eh, I, pff, I'm not into permaculture and I don't like eating food. Okay. Question. Oh, what's up, 12C? Those polyface videos are very cool. Thank you. The point of all of this, for those that haven't figured it out, is here are ways to produce food. Now, why would that be important? Um, I don't, we just got done talking about potential global conflict and sleeper cells and the fragility of the system. Here are ways to produce food showing you, walking you through, showing you how they are doing it, what they do in order to produce food with minimal inputs. So uh, highly valuable, I believe. And is there a more accredited, is there a better source for permaculture than Polyface Farms? Not that there aren't other multiple dozens, hundreds of other people that are doing something very similar and having very similar results because there are. One of which is our friend Billy Bond at Perma Pasture Farms. Perma Pasture Farms. Go check him out. Great channel. Great dude. But dude, getting it from the horse's mouth from Daniel Salton on the grass, standing in the field at Polyface, what a blessing. And so that's all Patreon content, in addition to all the, the Q&A stuff and the live streams and all that. Refuge Medical. I told you about Refuge Medical a couple times this morning. We have, by the grace of the Most High and because of the diligence of our badass team at Refuge Medical, we do have stuff in stock. When we say it's in stock, we only sell what we have under our roof. Not I'm waiting for it to show up on a truck and I'll ship it to you when they ship it to me. I own it. It's under my roof. It's our inventory and we only sell what we have in inventory. 
All of our so shops are working balls to the wall right now to get as many of our kits sewn up as they can. Because unlike basically every other first aid kit company, we actually manufacture our own bags. Like we make these bags. That's how I can guarantee it forever. That's why I'm not concerned that you're going to break this thing. Because if Force Recon Marines aren't breaking these things, you're probably not going to break them. And if you do, I'll replace it at no cost to you, no questions asked. If you use the contents of this kit to save somebody's life, I will replace them at no cost to you, no questions asked. Simple as that. So, so shops are working balls to the wall. The uh, staff at the refuge building are working balls to the wall. And as a result, we have some bare facts and some bare minimums in stock. This is the bare minimum. It's about yay big. Okay. It's about that big. Uh, weighs um, about a pound and a half, maybe two pounds. It's about, it's about two AR magazines right there. You got your shears on the outside right here with your shark. Shears active retention tab. Yeah, shark. That's correct. And then the turd over here, the tactical utility retention device, a.k.a. shock cord and a barrel nut, is holding uh, your Cat Gen 7 tourniquet on the outside here. Okay? So why shears? Trauma naked. Expose the wound. I want to see what I'm working on. Right? And so good shears retained. They're not going to just flop out of there. You pop this little tab right there, and they'll come out. Same thing with the TQ. Right? It's not going to come off there, but if I need it, I can pop it right out. See how that works? Super cool. I know. It's the little details, y'all. The little details. And then in here, you pop this open. You grab the red handle. And see, I've got my Molly webbing from Pals Webbing compatible. You can mount this on a belt or a rucksack or a headrest or wherever. Throw it in your backpack. Then when I need it, I can pull this out. Because most people are unaware, trauma medicine tends to happen on the ground. Because healthy people stand upright. Injured people fall the hell over. And so now I've got this kit. I can pop it open with one hand. And all my stuff doesn't go flying because it's actually retained. This is the bare minimum. Right there, you can see our made in the USA. Right there. Guaranteed forever. Real humans made this. Zero robots were involved in the making of this. Okay, so I pop this open in the back. Back here, I've got my burn tech dressing. A significantly sized burn tech dressing. Not a little tiny one by one and a half. A big burn tech dressing. Because burn is a common modality of injury. And then I've got a pair of chest seals right here. One vented, one non-vented. That's in the back. And then in the front, I've got a six-inch emergency trauma dressing, a big pressure bandage like an Israeli bandage here. I've got my medical tape right here. And I like this is just a really cool little feature. It's, and you'll probably see some of our air quote competitors ripping this off in the near future. This is just a piece of Velcro right here so that this won't run away from you. But if I need it, <laughs> that was funny. I could pop this out. Moving on to gauze. I've got quick clot, rolled gauze, hemostatic impregnated gauze, and compressed gauze for wound packing. I've got a Sharpie for um, marking time on tourniquets, writing T's on foreheads if i got to tourniquet somebody. 
I've got a pair of gloves. I've got rolled gauze. I've got an eye shield. I've got an iPad. Not the kind you let your toddler watch on the couch. On the couch. But, uh, oh, who felt convicted by that statement? Um, but no, like what you cover an eye injury with. And then in the bottom down here, I've got boo-boo stuff and wound closure stuff. Stereo strips. A bunch of stereo strips, small and large. My OTC wipes, antibacterial wipes, um, burn gels, BZK towelettes, triple antibiotic, etc. Band-aids, knuckle bandages, all that stuff. Because you guys keep telling me you need band-aids. And then two by twos, four by fours, and five by nine gauze pads. This kit retails for 219 bucks. Refugemedical.com, made in America, guaranteed forever. 92 lives saved to date. If you can find a better kit, I'll buy it. Uh, they don't exist, which is why we exist. And if you're on Patreon, use your promo code and you'll get a percentage off. So, okay. So that's the bare minimum. It's in stock. The bare fact is in stock. We've got, uh, oh, and everything is HSA and FSA eligible. So if you got an FSA, we got you. If you got an HSA, we got you. What about combat casualty cards? Yep, we have those. Uh, they're on the website. We have them. But what we found is in people who know what a combat casualty card are, good to go. Um, local EMS, they don't even... Like, they don't know to check the toe. <laughs> they don't even do that. Um, so, but they do exist. We have them at, uh, they're at the store, refugemedical.com. We've also got uh, a bat, the new battle bandage that is out. It's basically very thick stretch wrap with a big gauze pad on it. And you can use it as a compression dressing or you can really crank that thing down and almost, almost get a tourniquet-like effect on it. Very cool, uh, new battle bandages, as well as the their orange triangle bandages called the Warrior Kid Bandage. And it's an orange triangle bandage that's printed with a whole set of instructions on the thing on all the cool things you can do with a triangle bandage. So it's a really cool piece of kit. It's great to throw in a kid's backpack because it's orange. You can use it for signaling. You can collect water with it. You can pre-fill water with it. You can make uh, char cloth with it. You can use it as a do-rag. You can wound pack with it. You can make a tourniquet with it and a stick. You can make a pressure bandage with it. Uh, you could do all kinds of stuff with a triangle bandage. So we've got those in the store as well, a whole bunch of other stuff. So check it out, refugemedical.com, refugeruckus.com. If you want to join us to ruck through downtown Fort Smith, Arkansas, to wave two middle fingers of pedophiles and raise money for Caleb House, which is our anti-juvenile, anti-human trafficking juvenile restoration facility. $50 words for the place where we put trafficked kids back together again. Uh, check out refugeruckus.com. If you can't come be with us in Fort Smith, that's fine. You can be a remote rucker. All the details are at refugeruckus.com. It's a three-day event. On Friday, we're going to have vendors and speakers and workshops. It is kid-friendly. On Saturday, Shabbat, we're going to hang out, read the Bible, have some worship music, eat some food, fellowship, and Sunday morning, we ruck. The ruck is a, it's a 5K, y'all. It's like, what, 3.2 miles? And it ain't a big deal. We were going to do 12 miles. And then uh, wiser, cooler heads prevailed and said, hey, hey, how about for your first one to make it more accessible to more people, you do a 5K. I'm like, Roger that. 
should be we should be able to get that done in an hour okay and you there's different weight classes um i will have the dump trailer filled with gravel there if you're light i will shovel gravel into your rucksack so don't be light don't be light refugeruckus.com of course grindstoneministries.com grindstone ministries link in the description uh, our Caleb House t-shirts, long sleeves, and hoodies. You can find all that stuff there at grindstoneministries.com. Our brother Saw's Facts Not Feeling shirt. I was wearing that yesterday. Um, our brother Rex's uh, The Real Dope shirt, proceeds of which go to benefit Caleb House. You can find all that at grindstoneministries.com. And of course, if you need a copy of the scriptures, you need a Bible, uh, you can purchase one there at our cost. Or if you can't afford one, you just shoot us an email, contact us form there. Tell me where to send you a Bible, and I will send you one at no cost. Okay? Okay, cool. CalebHouse.org, which is our anti-human trafficking juvenile restoration facility. It's a place where we put kiddos back together again. We are getting a ton of stuff done on the land. Um, we are about a week away from being ready to stand up the barn. And the barn will be stood up first so we can build a barn dough in it so a caretaker can be there 24 7 365 and then we have a place to stage the building materials for everything else uh the barn materials are arriving this week some of y'all on patreon may remember that uh we were praying over a cat 308 track hoe and the father's amazing and has provided one and it is arriving this week so thank you to the brother who's supplying that and praise be to Yah for moving the chess pieces on the chessboard. Um, so it's, it's really coming along at Caleb house and we are uh, in talks with a, um, a home builder for the care houses um, while still the care houses, because we use a care house model, um, AKA the children live in this house with house parents and that's their kid. And this is their house. And that way I don't have to tell a four-year-old that, sorry, honey, we've only got a six-month program. You've got six months to get your poop in a group before we kick them back out and make them property of the state. That We don't do that at Caleb House. It's a lifetime program. Um, we've had, oh, recently in the last couple of months, about a dozen people graduate. And once you graduate, you're still part of the family. You're just out there. A lot like when your kid gets old enough to leave your house. It's like, you, that's still your kid. You're still there for him, for wisdom and discernment and for um, edification and reproof and instruction, support. So, but it's not a, it's not like a, there's no timeline on the program. So the care houses, we've got a contractor, uh, a home builder who is, uh, we're working with to get a price per care house. So we could put six to 10 of them on this property, which is awesome. And of course, we're still working with volunteers to figure out costing on the administration building. So, but everything's moving right along. It's awesome. And this week, this week only, mooseruncoffee.com. Uh, they are tithing to Grindstone Ministries this week. A portion of the proceeds of every pound of coffee, every pound, not just the Grindstone blend, every pound of coffee at Moose Run Coffee this week goes to support Caleb House. So if you're in the market for a new coffee company or you just need some more good coffee from a different source, check out Moose Run Coffee. It's tremendous, believe me. I'm a little partial to the Grindstone Blend because um, 
I might have been the guy who tweaked the flavor profile of a grindstone blend. So, but <clears throat> you do you, boo. They even have 20 pound buckets of uh, green coffee beans and a coffee roaster in a bucket. So, if you're worried about how you're going to get your buzz on in uh, the apocalypse, they even have the moose run prepping bucket filled with coffee beans. They got a lot of cool stuff. So, check them out. That is the for today what do you say hear me out hear me out on this hear me out what do you say uh we talk to the creator of the universe sound like a good plan okay cool let's do that oh good morning father you are so good to us thank you for being so good to us thank you for Loving us inexplicably, like a father loves a son, like a father loves a daughter. Father, thank you for loving us truly and without malice, like many of us did not experience growing up here on earth. Thank you for being the good father, for setting the tone and the example for how we are supposed to walk. Father, thank you for coming here and giving yourself over as an atoning sacrifice that we might be able to come home again. Thank you for covering us with the blood of the Lamb. Father, let us remember that regardless of what the world might say, that we are worthy of your love. And that even if we don't feel like it, you have preordained our existence and fearfully and wonderfully created us in your image and knit us together in the wombs of our mothers for a purpose. And that even when the enemy lies to us and tells us we're not good enough and nobody could love you, that you do. That you have from before we even breathe and breathed our first breath of air that you loved us and who are we to argue with you when it comes to worthiness because you wouldn't have made us and redeemed us if you didn't care for us and love us father i pray that you'd put your hands on all these people that as the world continues to act crazy that we focus more on you rather than focusing on all the things that are going wrong, that we could remember all the things that have gone right, the miraculous provision and protection and blessing that you provide. I pray that today, as we go about our business in the world, that when people see us, that they'd see you, that we would let our light so forth shine before men and that our lives would be a witness and a testimony to your awesome power and authority. That we would be unashamed and unafraid to let our light shine, to speak truth to power, to reprove and instruct those that need reproof and instruction, to have compassion and healing and love for those that need compassion and healing and love. 
Father, I pray that you'd be indwelt in us, that we could execute on your power and authority in the name of Yeshua HaMashiach. And I pray that you'd pour out your spirit on all flesh for revival, Father. I pray that there'd just be an upswell of might in you and that your sons and daughters would walk in the light today and execute on your will, whatever it might, whatever the calling for their life is, that you would guide them, that you would nourish them, that you would meet their every need and most of their wants, because sometimes we're petulant children too. Father, thank you for the opportunity to serve you. I pray a hedge of protection around these people, Father, that no weapon formed against them shall prosper. And that if anything does come against them, it's not of you. That we would come together in agreement and rebuke it in the name of Yeshua HaMashiach and command it to flee. Father, fill us up. It's only by your grace and your mercy that we're even alive today. So fill us up and use us for your will that the world might come to know you and that we might come to know you better and serve you to the best of our broken ability. Thank you for loving us from the foundation of the world and for setting us apart in the blood of your son. I ask these things in Yeshua's name. Amen. It's Monday. Praise y'all. I hope y'all have an awesome day. Go out there and be the light, Bear Nation. I love y'all. Thanks for sticking with us. And I will see y'all when I see y'all. Shalom. Hit the button. I'm trying to find the button. Oh, I found it. Okay. I for realsies.